0: Welcome to the Down to Business podcast with Alex Kirby, where entrepreneurs and small businesses cut to stretch themselves and grow their company. From interviews to in-depth discussions, you'll learn how to market effectively, increase profits, and become the leader your company needs you to be. Now, let's get down to business. All right,
1: the fu- here's the fu- here's the here's the funny thing. So, David Spencer worked for me. If you didn't know. For like sixty days, um, on the dot. Was it? Was it sixty days on the dot? <laughs> it was like seven months. Oh, it didn't feel that. <laughs> it didn't feel that. It didn't feel that long. It didn't feel that long. Actually, it did feel that long, especially yeah, you and Logan was, in the same room. It didn't, felt really long. <coughs> but um, got a lot of good hut content. So we used to we used. To, oh my gosh, we used to talk about what makes a good name. And there was two rules of what not to do to name your company. Do you know what the two rules are before Spencer answers them? What were the two? No, rules no. You, Spencer can't say. If it's going to be something
0: about our names, it probably is.
1: But. The two rules of a of a brand is you don't name it after yourself, and you don't name it an adjective. And you guys doubled down and named it after both your names.
2: <laughs> we're trying. We're really trying to break that stereotype. Yeah, I mean-
0: so It's homie, it's homie, you know? Is it? The local guy, Spence and Dave. Love it. So Not college hunks? Yeah, no, <laughs> no. Yeah, no. we, no. so we, are, are we? No, yeah, we're just
2: talking, it's recording. Well, we, so we, uh, the reason that we did that, we were going to go for a different name that we could reproduce, but Spence and Dave's was important because we didn't have, uh, I mean, we're college kids, we just graduated college, like, we have no real uh, network of people that we can, like. Talk to me like, hey, sure. you be our client because all of our network was college kids, and they don't, you know, they're, they're renting apartments and they don't have money for junk removal. So we're like, okay, we need to get our names out there, and that was what the guy that we were working with for our logo. He advised us to do that. He's like, you really should do this, and then he he's he was comparing. He was sending us like. Brands like Lenny and Larry cookie and stuff like that and we have kind of similar branding to them yeah. where It's a little bit more light and fun. It's not as corporate. So that that's that was what we were I
1: definitely about. like the light and fun part Yeah, I'm not mm-hmm. a corporate. I, I I do not like corporate anything I think you should look 10 million and feel like 1 million. We have a phrase I have to say a phrase all the time be big feel small. So like mm-hmm. corporate sucks. Nobody wants corporate speaking of that Did you see um you guys are Elon Musk fan?
0: I, I think he's pretty uh,
1: cool. I love him. Yeah, he's I'm
2: I'm cool. like, I, I respect some things he says, but sometimes I'm like, this dude kind of well, evil. <laughs> I want a Tesla. Let me <laughs> you, need, you, need to
1: go, you need to go read his Twitter feed for about 30 minutes, and you'll love him. Really? But uh, he's about to announce a new CEO today. Really? He said last night he found one that's a female, everyone thinks. So that's big news. I have a lot of Tesla stock. I've been doing this game where I buy a Tesla share every week. Hmm. And uh, so hopefully it boosts the stock today. That would be awesome. <laughs> but um, all right, so you've been out of college. For people who don't know who you are, you're Spencer and Dave. Good dude, Spencer Kemp. Dave, what's your last name? Clayton. Clayton, that's right, David Clayton. Um, you guys are both from the beach, mm-hmm. Paul. Island. Which, OK, I just found this out. Because <laughs> I, I grew up going to Myrtle Beach a lot. I don't know if you know that. I had a beach you, house. You said that. I had a beach house Ocean Lakes, OK, in Myrtle Beach. Is Pauly's, can you only really get there by going to Myrtle and then, like, driving down the coast? Like, there's not a good way to get there. Yeah, that's... Someone just told me that. I ran into someone at a coffee shop, and they're, like, saying how it stinks to live at Pauly's only... It's Waccamaw, right? Like, yeah, high school? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this person went to Waccamaw. I cannot remember who it was. Oh, Don't I was ask me. to say. It was oh. a girl or a guy. I can't remember. I just, But I remember them saying, for some reason, it came up, like, I just hate driving back home because there's no good way to get there.
2: Yeah. It sucks being three hours from the beach from Columbia. <laughs> like, yeah.
1: No, but it's, you have to go, like, Conway to Myrtle
2: Beach and then s- back south, right? So you, yeah. you can either cut in through, like, G- Georgetown, basically,
0: uh-huh. is which is one. awful, like, back roads mm-hmm. the entire time. It smells yeah. terrible in Georgetown. Yeah, it, yeah. That, no, no, hey, no, but... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> International it does does paper has a but. lot of jobs there, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it it's,
2: smells horrible. It is not a great smell, but Pauley's Island is... It, it was originally, like, kind of a very... Uh, secluded like retirement area not even retirement like it was it was very secluded not a lot of people knew about it It was like very wealthy people lived Mm -hmm. there and then you know even when my parents moved there like almost 30 years ago it was uh my dad would say like he would drive to work and see like at nighttime and see like two people on the road and he's like oh my gosh it's busy now there's traffic and so it, the, the whole nature of the uh, the island and its tourism has kind of changed, where it's less about like people having second homes there, mm-hmm. and more about like and living rentals there, and mm-hmm. living there, and like main. A lot of people live on the mainland, and the island is actually like a lot of people. So
1: does it take a bridge to get
0: to Polynes? So sideways. yeah, there's like a, like a land bridge, I guess. Yeah, so land bridge. It's really. But I mean, technically, Paulis Island. There's the land, like the mainland, and then also the island itself, Mm -hmm. and it's still all considered under Mm. Paulis. Did you know that
1: the PGA Tour is having a new uh, golf tournament there next year No Myrtle Beach? Yep, they just announced it. Myrtle Beach, but they just announced to have it on the the main tour. Oh, that's cool. They announced it two days ago. Really? Yeah. Anyways, you guys are from Paulis. You went to Carolina. Go, Cox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, why I wanted to have you guys on the show is I've had a lot of people who have, like, long-term businesses, Mm -hmm. and you guys are brand new with zero experience when you started. I mean, zero. Yes. And so I want to hear how the first conversation came up. If you can remember back when you were like, hey. (laughs) If you were if you were intoxicated, hopefully you weren't. I don't <laughs> think you guys are. You maybe have, but you're both. David was, but <laughs> no. no, 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 no. Even it, better,
2: but it's, it's kind of an embarrassing
1: story. Yeah, it actually, I, did. To, I, I did.
2: I'll, I'll go for it. Yeah. So I when I so like Alex said I quit. Um, I quit pure marketing because I had this whole idea. I'm like, I'm gonna flip pallets. You had
1: the entrepreneur bug. Yeah, I've seen it. it I was, knew it the first time I met you.
2: It was, it was like, it was like itching, and I'm like, dude, I, I, I read all about this thing. I'm like, we can flip pallets. It's gonna be great. And I
1: remember telling you, that doesn't sound like it's gonna work.
2: And it, it didn't, and it didn't. So I was just right. Yeah. So we, we, I think David. Had you looked at all the business cards like we, it was like 200 businesses or something so, crazy like that and, we, and the
1: pallet business I have,
2: I, and we, I, we got one maybe and 199 no's and then the maybe was really just a no that was a, yeah you know trying to be nice yeah. which actually wasted our time but and so we're like oh my gosh dude this is terrible like we're, we're you know we're a month in now or however long and we don't have a single client like this is terrible and we're we're kind of reflecting because we're like this might be the point where we need to consider a pivot Mm-hmm. And I like, love what, what, what do people need? And a lot of these businesses that we went to talk, had, like, excess pallets that they, you know, like, we, we take them for free. Or, you know, we can have the broken ones. Or maybe they had steel drums or something like that. And so we're like, oh, this is, this is, this is what we're going to do. We're mm-hmm. going to try asking to remove their junk. And then we'll, we'll see if that is a viable business. And so that's kind of what we did. That, that was where we went. Um, and, and we did start like with more of a commercial focus but we were talking to another guy in the industry and he basically said like you it's going to be real real hard to get roll-offs
1: dumpster roll-offs for yeah. commercial is the move right
2: well, so we are we have a couple of recurring commercial clients that you that used the roll-offs but they're really expensive and so we're a little bit cheaper than that for them um, okay but we have to just come more, more frequently it is a we, we we like to present ourselves as being an asset for them basically like we're we're an asset, we're we're trying to partner with you. We want to make sure that your logistics and your shipping are more efficient because we're helping you actively take this out. Right. Because pallets don't fit very well into a dumpster. No, they, they their don't. Employees don't care. They're not paying for it, so they're just tossing. And
1: it. they mm-hmm. yeah, like they like become like jenga
2: pieces. Yeah, that, that, exactly.
1: You don't really get to utilize the space. That makes right. sense.
2: But we so we talked to this guy and he was saying like yeah you might get a couple commercial clients but you really need to crush it in residential. That's what he said. He's like you have to crush it in residential. Once you do that, then you know, the commercial clients will start to come. I, th- I think that's kind of where we're starting to get. Like, we're starting to get our feet more, like, we're getting more, a lot more traction residential where we're getting people coming to us instead of us having to actually meet them. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think with that legitimacy, more commercial clients are starting to be open to the prospect of working with us.
1: You do tell... Well, I'm, I'm assuming, but I would hope, you do want to get into the roll-off game at some point, right? Yes. Because, I mean, that yeah. business model is... As a guy who's owned a landscape company, and I have probably spent, let me think for one second, oh, my gosh, 50, 60 grand mm-hmm. in dumpster fees over the last five years, probably 10 grand a year at least. It's amazing. Yeah. We used to have our guys, you know, I mean, people who don't know, if you have a business that always has to go to the dump, whether it's debris for landscaping, whether it's bricks for brick masons, you know, crack bricks, whatever it is. Uh, right now, we're doing an office, so like they have a ton of lumber that needs to be thrown out. Mm. Might might, need, might yeah, be a job. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, scraps and stuff, right? You, you spend 400 bucks and you don't have to go to the dump and you don't have to pay two guys to go for two hours, pay for the gas to go. It ends up being like basically a $100 difference, and I'll pay $100 for convenience all day. Um, Not just convenience, but quickness. And so that, dude, I mean, there's so many dumpster companies are blowing up here right now. Like Dumpster Plus is one that we've used, and the list goes Dumpster Mule. I mean, there's so many. Big red box. We see them everywhere. (laughs) Big red box. Dumpster Mule is a company that I know the owner, John, dando and he's been on the show actually and theirs aren't roll-offs they they drop them off um but then they just come pick it up with a truck so like it's not nearly as as costly to start Mm. i want to say he said that the roll-offs were 12 to 14 or the, the trailers were 12 to 14 grand yeah and then he had a truck and so you just every month you just buy another one yeah and just drop it off in three days pick it back up and
2: yeah. Nice. And that would be more like the the point that we would go into. Is yeah. Like the little bit smaller yeah. dumpsters.
1: Yeah. I'll have. you. You remember the you remember yeah, dumpster yeah. Okay. You do. You were there. Okay. Yeah, dude. His model's pretty sweet. Yeah. I think they got like He's 50, a Christian, Right. Saw. Oh yeah, yeah. Loves God for sure. That's cool. They got like fifteen now. 15, 16 Are you
2: units. Serious? Yeah. We
0: see him everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's the bright orange trailer. <laughs> when, whenever we Their branding's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, no, I saw it. I we used to go uh, like door to door like for all these different commercial clients door to door talking to these people be like hey trying to convince them about our business and trying to get them to kind of like mm-hmm. um realize that they need it themselves not like kind of like put it in their brain you know so what's the sales point is the sales point um so you were talking
1: logistics earlier so again this is fun because you're brand new at this so you had to start all this stuff off the top of your head mm-hmm. is the sales pitch and maybe we can refine it today maybe that's even what it is is it because your that's your key co- your key competitor is dumpster roll off companies right? right. With commercial, it is, with right. commercial and the residential, it's the college hunks and all and, these companies and right. One hundred got junk. Yeah. One hundred got junk, which are I would have to think is expensive.
2: One eight hundred got junk is the most expensive. Mostly. from what I understand.
1: So what's your pitch? What's your different? I always call it differentiating
0: factor. You got to have yeah. them. One. What what is that? Yeah, so it's different for commercial and residential okay what's the commercial one day so for the commercial one we're talking more um, trying to like the selling points are for um, our company we have we want to like provide a solution towards their efficiency so like for them they they ha- they already have a whole bunch of stuff they're doing at these uh, mm-hmm. supply uh, manufacturing sure. companies and so we want to provide the solution of we can do the junk removal for you while you're able to create money for you. So will they let you go indoors and remove stuff? They do.
1: Okay, I, I that, go- so so you need to clarify that because until you just said that, when I didn't think, I'm thinking the junk outside by the dumpster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what you're saying is, no, 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 we'll actually go inside the facility and clean up areas
0: and make it more efficient yeah. is that what you're getting at yeah and so i even like you like the whole thing of it too, i could buy that whenever we were looking up like how how are we supposed to sell this we need to reach the right people so like not just going to the person that's working out there you No, know, mm-hmm. like trying to find the warehouse manager or trying to find the like president of the company like who can we talk to that is actually going to be make make a decision maker i always make a call it, i call yeah. it the
1: decision maker
0: um, so that's kind of like the big find that person and then kind of sell them on that
1: yeah I I don't know if you, maybe I interjected but if if that's not your pitch if it's not if it's just junk removal versus like uh, efficiency and organization indoors to, that is that we call junk removal mm-hmm. whew, that's a selling point
0: mm-hmm. oh yeah
1: if, if you if you're at a, a warehouse with 300 employees the last thing you want to do is take one of them off the line right. to clean yeah. stuff up and if you could say, "Hey, we'll come in and and you just designate these areas. Anyone can throw anything in these areas, and we'll haul it. Out. We'll we'll literally physically haul it out yeah. without having to walk it
0: outside 300 yards to the dump area." And the biggest thing with it too was like, whenever we first started it, it was so many notes. I'm telling you, like nobody nobody really wanted to talk mm. for a long time. Um, and so we would. Do you think it's because they didn't understand, or because they um, were set already had a solution? I think I don't think it's they didn't they already had a solution with they would send someone else out but also I think if you're busy the last thing you want to be able to do is talk to someone right then and there so it was more of like being consistent showing up like every week we would come and go to these certain um places and and they almost value that consistency they They absolutely wow like this guy's coming every week he cares do you have one big
1: one now because of that
0: we have don't name
1: it. Yeah, you have a big one. Yeah, we have two. Let's call it. Now. Let's call it Bob's. Uh, Bob's. Remo- let's just call it Bob's. Yeah. So at Bob's, how many times? Because this is great. Um, how many times did you have to keep going before you got a meeting, a real meeting? It was months. Yeah. I'm telling you. How many was, times do you think you went, and within three months? In three at months. Least five. Yeah. Five times, at least five. Yeah. yeah, and then they finally said, "What?" Tell me the day
0: that they gave you a green lightish. It was crazy. Yeah. They gave us a call, and it wasn't like we we had gone so many times, um, and it was both of us that had gone too. It wasn't just like mm-hmm. me for it. Um, and they were like saying, "How, yeah, y'all, we'll give you a call later, maybe, you know." And we just kept trying to be consistent. And all, I remember Spencer getting a call and be like, "David, you will not believe who called us." <laughs> This guy, Bob, was like, <laughs> no, <it's laughs> this, Bobby, this guy, Bob, is uh, ready. He's ready. And I remember showing up there, being so happy, yeah. putting all these pallets on that, that trailer because we had finally gotten that mm. client that we we had worked so hard for yes. and that God just provided right in front of us.
2: That was, see that was the big... joy on your face right now is awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. No, seriously. That was a big win because it, it definitely felt like defeat a little bit, but there was just enough interest there's enough keep hope us coming back right so we we went and they I think they bounced they sort of bounced on like two different meetings and like like we were like had a meeting we're like you know prepared to be here and then they just didn't show up and they didn't say anything and We're like uh so that, I mean at that point it's like dang this kind and of stinks
1: um, how consistent of business are they now
2: uh, every month
1: every uh, month at least once a month Le- yeah. is it yeah, set or is it just on they call you
2: so we, we initially were set, but their frequency, I guess this is their busy season, so now it, he said it's easier for them to call us. Okay. So that's, that's what he asked for. Yeah. Um, Whatever.
1: Yeah, so I mean. So, so I, w- I don't want to skip over this for people watching, <clears throat> okay? When I started my first business, Trifecta Landscaping, one of the coolest things I did was there was one company that I really wanted to work with, commercial company, mm. and I could not get the dude to answer an email. Could not. So I dressed up like I had a meeting. I took a book bag and I had my laptop and a notepad in this arm. And I thought to myself, you know what, I'm just gonna act like I have a meeting with the guy <laughs> and see if the, the admin will just like call him up. <clears throat> and so I knew the decision maker. So this is for people watching, you gotta know who the decision maker is. And you gotta find a unique and creative way to get in front of them. Whether <clears throat> I've even thought about this for all the like football coaches at Carolina, mm-hmm. if you want to do all their like the mowing of their houses, why not just get up at five a.m. and have a sign <laughs> where they pull in the parking lot <laughs> and say like I'll I'll mow your grass for free for they a have, whole day. Yeah. Would you would have to think that if you got three of the coaches from that which their houses are multi-million dollar houses, that day is the best day of your life, best well-spent day of your life, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, as long as I went up going into this place I say, hey, ma'am, I'm here to see uh, Bob. And she goes, do you have a meeting? I said, yes. She called him right up. He had known me from the emails I kept sending him so I was like hey it's uh, mm-hmm. it's Alex I've been sending you emails I just wanted to connect I'm, I was in the area you say a, you say something that made, doesn't make you seem like a stalker you know what yeah, I'm saying yeah. like yeah. was in the area 30 minutes to get you yeah. <laughs> I've <I'd> been <laughs> I've been waiting outside for weeks um, I said I been just in the area I wanted to pop by and just put a name to a face and hopefully my company can can serve you next that was 2018 I think We've done 50K a year with them since. Wow. Okay? And so, yeah, it's pretty cool, right? Yeah, so, like, you, awesome. to the listeners, like, you just got to do something weird, man. Like, all, everybody's emailing and calling. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Mm-hmm. But showing up with a chicken biscuit or showing up with uh, one of our, my good friends, I, I don't want to skip over this, one of my good friends, one of our clients at Pure Marketing, Told me the other day that they're in the uh, roofing business, okay, and they're ma- they've grown their company. I can't tell you the revenue, but it's, it'll blow you away in five years. Like, think the number you're thinking times about two, okay? And so, Logan, you know the story I'm about to say about the donuts. <clears throat> and so, they told me that a hailstorm's like their best friend, right? And so, when a hailstorm comes in, everyone almost needs a new roof. They told me the other day that. They stood at the front of this neighborhood. They knew this neighborhood got hit the most from, like, the meteorologists and whatever. So the next morning at 5 a.m. or 6 a.m., they got donuts. And all day they handed donuts to people as they were leaving the neighborhood and a business card. That's so All day. That really
2: and they
1: smart. said, yeah. we're so sorry. We know it's an early morning. Here, start to your breakfast and give us a call if we can do your roof. They did, like, 30-something roofs in the neighborhood. Holy cow. Slate
2: it. For you know, twenty dollars a donut's probably
1: twenty in time, right? Yeah. And yeah. time is definitely time's a commodity for sure. But when you're starting a business, everybody has excuses on why I can't get customers. Yeah. Everybody, I'm so it's so ridiculous to hear online. Or everybody copies everybody else. I love that you just stayed persistent. And then the other thing I think to do even in the future, because you guys want to get more customers, yeah. is think of something unique, like. We, we have a phrase at Pure, we don't check boxes, we think outside of them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, like, don't just check the box of, like, I called the guy and he won't answer, or, mm-hmm. like, I pursued him, you know? Like, think something out abstract, because you know why? People get in such a rhythm in life— that the thing that's outside of their rhythm they'll always remember right, like if yeah. you do something weird they're like dang those dudes wanted it you know mm-hmm. so anyways I love mm-hmm. that David no. so so Bob's been good to you
0: oh so good yeah that's awesome, and it's awesome. it's like it's like he was saying it started out as like once a month and it's yeah. it still is pretty consistent like once a month um, but it's becoming more uh, you're up to two commercial clients you said yeah two commercial and clients. you would how
1: many residential jobs a month do you feel like you're averaging you're using Jobber, right? Yeah. I heard that you were using Jobber. We
2: used Jobber, um, which we almost we almost were like, you know, is, is it time to, like, do we, it seemed like QuickBook could could do, like, enough of what Jobber could do that we didn't really need it yet. can't schedule. But, but well, you can't, no. but, you know, it's just us two right now. So, yeah. so it's like, we could, you know, just use right. Google Calendar or something like that and just send, but we had one, cu- it was like the day I was going to cancel it. We had one <laughs> customer. I can't <laughs> was, wait to do this. We did a big job for him and he was like. Uh, by the way, uh, your, uh, your, Yeah, your your service here with that they sent me the appointment and the invoice and everything. It's like, it looks really clean. Like, <laughs> it's super professional. He's like, I'm kind of tired of like uh, messaging like contractors because he was having some other work done yeah. in his house. He's like, I'm kind of tired of just texting everybody. That's uh, awesome. He's like, you know, th- I got this guy coming in with a cigarette in his mouth, and he's sending me text messages and stuff like that. And he's like, you guys have like this official, uh, awesome form and stuff. So that was pretty cool. Yeah.
1: So so Very professional. It it, is. it it makes a whole huge difference. Like, I don't know how many people listening are in like services and trades. It's usually that that group of us that struggle with the professionalism side. Mm-hmm. Just having a software where you get alerts and texts and in, like in lawn care when i started back in 2017 it was really popular to like say hey just leave the check under the mat like they'd ask like how to pay you that was like the phrase or like uh put it in the mailbox or or something like tape it to the back of the mailbox was like a thing and that i don't know anybody that does that anymore i'm sure there's people but things change as the you know the motion moves but okay so how many customers residentially how many jobs are you doing on average a month right now
2: like like probably like
1: 20ish 20 solid. Yeah. you take so do you take everything to the like rich like the dump, the county
2: dump? Not everything. So we we do take a lot of stuff there, but we need to like we try and recycle stuff. Specifically metal is the easiest to recycle, but we'll do like recycle cardboard and
1: stuff. Which doesn't cost you money, right?
2: No, yeah. No, it's yeah, I mean, with that
1: metal you actually make get money yeah. from get
2: some. So some. that's 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 the good Pays thing, for cool. gas, you <laughs> know. Yeah, that's that cool. It Happens all the time where it's like, damn, we just paid for gas, you know. That, that feels great. So we'll We'll recycle metal, and then there's, um, there's like, other recycling centers in yeah. Lexington County and stuff like that that we'll use. But That's
1: awesome. I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. You know, so one thing, I didn't pre-qualify your questions, and right? donate, by I, the way. I did this on purpose. <laughs> I, I don't like to know sometimes because I don't want to, like, ask questions that I feel like I'm leading the answer. I would never have thought, and hopefully no one, I never would have thought you would actually make money by hauling junk. Mm. Have you
0: ever found anything, like... Nice. All yes. This, yes. Yeah. Have you? I'm telling you, you we yeah. we have now. We have this also. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, There's, yesterday. Yes. To be <laughs> What'd you get yesterday? Uh We got
2: this uh it's buffet, like, yeah, big like, vintage wood buffet. I don't. Supposedly, it's, it's worth
0: like buffet. 500 bucks. You sh- have you been? Se- <laughs> do you sell stuff on marketplace? <laughs> yeah, we do. So that's kind of like the three different things we do. We do recycle, revenue streams, landfill, and or like where we drop oh, off. Oh, drop off. Recycle, okay. landfill, or we sell it on Facebook or Marketplace. Okay. Or I guess donations. Or too. donations.
2: Um, we, do, we try and donate as much as we can. Like, we really like to donate to people that we actually like, Where yeah. We know a lot of people just because of church and stuff mm-hmm. like that that are in need. So it's nice to specifically fill a need that you know instead of just dropping off. You know off what
1: people. you should do? Yeah. You should start a Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Because I, we were just listening to a podcast podcast the other day. Um, we're big fans. I'm big fans of Think Media, which is a Christian guy that has one of the bigger marketing Media podcast, and he was talking to this expert lady. I can't remember her name, and she said, "Have you noticed, like, on social media, your likes are going down over the last few months?"
2: It yeah, it's we were talking about that yesterday. It seems like views are yeah,
1: views are up, likes and followers are down um, because views can be kind of algorithmic shifted, Mm -hmm. like manipulated. Excuse me. And so, anyways, this lady was talking about how it's better to build a community than a following. That was like her phrase. And, yeah, and she was so – anyways, I, we started a we started a community group, what, like six months ago? Has it been about six months? Eight? No, six, months. S- six, eight months. We're up to like 500 people in the group. And guess what? Those people are super loyal. So would you rather have 500 people who are like really in-depth with what you're doing or would you rather have 5,000 who don't really know who you are? Hmm. And so, anyways, if you built a Facebook community page and said, hey, anybody who wants to join this – Anytime we have anything to either donate or sell from from our pickings, um, you can make a pretty sweet community. Yeah. And guess how much business you are going to get out of that group? Probably a lot. A ton. We yeah, we do we get business sense. from
2: selling stuff, which is a reason, part of the reason it's nice to sell. Other than sweet. you get money, but sometimes you get jobs. From sure. Them.
1: What's <laughs> been so? Um, if you can say it, what's been like your best month yet? Hey, what's going on, guys? I'd like to recommend a software that I've been using for about a year now for my businesses that will help your business as well. Homebase is an all-in-one employee management software that allows you to do payroll, timesheets, scheduling, and hiring all in one place. It's especially great for service and trades businesses where you have a lot of hourly employees to track. Get detailed looks at your labor costs and get payroll done easily with home bases all in one package for free for the next 60 days. Offer runs until June 30th, and the link is in the description of this podcast episode. Thanks, guys. Let's say your worst month of revenue in your best. Zero. Oh. <laughs> you did zero. It was. No, not. That was not when you did spend. That was the pallet thing, uh, right? Yes. Yeah, so I so screw whatever that was called. Pallet.
0: Palace. It's like faithful palace <laughs> Yeah, is that what it was called? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Not so faithful, you know. Not so faithful was zero bucks.
1: Uh, what's been your? What's I been think, your worst? I think our
2: worst month was. It was kind of like a split month, I guess, because we didn't. It wasn't like the first. We're doing this new thing. Yeah. You know? So, I think it was it, like six hundred bucks. Wow. Like very little.
1: Okay. What's been the best?
2: the best maybe like six grand
1: six grand is solid I was hoping you'd say like
2: five plus yeah. that's awesome so we're it's it's that 10k numbers the number right and that's what we're shooting for so like we yes we see the the pathway to get there mm-hmm. so kind of like just for context for sure. you and the viewers like where a lot of our conversation has been revolving around like trying to get make our marketing more uh, passive where mm-hmm. it's like, okay we can we can actively pass out flyers and we do that. Yeah. And we can, you know, make social media posts and you know, David does a lot on next door, which mm-hmm. is very helpful. Next
1: door is awesome. I was um, gonna get to that.
2: Um yeah, Let's but, talk about that next. But um door. And anyway, so there's uh, yeah, <laughs> It wasn't that funny, but uh, um, I got it way yeah, too many.
0: Too. <laughs> next door. Um
2: but so the big thing that we've been working on is like we. They have should this, sponsor we, this episode. Yeah, we it. we have this web, and we can talk to whoever's the brand manager over there or whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we yeah, we've been we have a website now. We're actually getting our website rebuilt and retooled a little bit. Mm-hmm. So. Um, that's good, but we have Google Ads running to it. Sick. Which, you know, thanks, Pure Marketing. Yeah, they're <laughs> super good, um, and that's been great because we we're getting like lead form submissions and people, you know, reaching out. let we go know.
1: qualified customers. Right, yeah.
2: and so that is nice because the way that it worked before was, oh my gosh, we're so busy for like two weeks. Yeah, and then, and then it's dead, and then mm-hmm. you're like, what happened? Yeah, and then you have to rebuild it again. So then it's like oh, that was awful. It's yeah. just such. A, so we're trying to fight out of like this high and low and just generate steady customers. Yeah. And, and we're starting to see a lot more of that. Like, it's nice to wake up in the morning like, oh, my gosh, we have a lead. And when we get an email or a call, I would say we convert probably like 70 or 80% of those.
1: Google sends qualified leads, period. They just do. Mm-hmm. And you know why, right? And I talked to the listeners about this. Google is, in my opinion, is the best lead for- source. Mm-hmm. Because if you ha- are taking the time as a customer to Google junk removal in my area, that means you are a serious buyer. You're not gonna sit there and Google it. Yeah. If you know, when you pass out a flyer, somebody's gotta go, maybe I do have something I need to get rid of. Right. Yeah. And so they're not, they're not you're surprising them by asking them a question they hadn't thought about. On Google, they have thought about it. They took the time to go to Google and look it up and fill a form out. Yeah. So like eighty mm-hmm. percent of the hard work is done. You don't have to convince somebody they need your services. They already know they do. <laughs> you have to convince them just the final st- Thing which is what that you're the one they should pick. Yeah, that makes sense. So that's why Google's the best. I mean, I I spent Trifecta's height before I just sold half the company a couple months ago, uh, or sold half of it and I kept Trifecta. But fifteen hundred thousand a month on Google Ads, I'll spend it all day. Yeah. Loved it because so it's, it's investing, fun. not spending. Like I mm-hmm. felt like I was getting stock in something that was going to grow. And Anyways,
2: that, that's kind of been our strategy. Like we talked about what we wanted to spend. And we're like, you know, you, you talked about time being a commodity. Mm-hmm. Like we're like, this is basically like knocking doors, mm-hmm. without us actually knocking doors. Exactly. And so it, it makes sense for us to spend a little bit more. So, like I remember when when I was doing managing accounts with Pure, like mm-hmm. there were some people that had like like they started with a lower budget because they wanted to see the results, yeah. and I'm like, you know, we, we want to spend a little bit more aggressively here. So I think we're spending like four or five hundred bucks. Sick, dude. Um, on top of like other marketing. You're
1: getting pieces. like an averaging a lead or two a day. Uh since you the, started the, that within
2: within like so we our 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 google ad campaign is like a month and a half old so it's now starting to like learn pretty well so now i'd say we're getting like five a week that's great which is great. that's great yeah. yeah
1: yeah 20 you'll pay tw- i mean just do the math 20 30 bucks a lead mm. you know yeah. you'll take that on a what is what's your average ticket 300 bucks a job
0: 400, 400 300
1: 400 bucks a job it's not yeah. bad so, you can do two a day can you do two a day
0: if oh, we can we do, do, do like three, we four. or
1: four a day, yeah. Dang, so if you were slammed, you could really make some cash, huh? Yeah.
0: Exactly. Well, that's like, so But the thing with it, too, is that whenever we have these jobs, it, pictures can really manipulate yes, yeah. the way that you think about something. Like, someone can send you an email over this picture, and yeah. it, it looks like a small, small thing, and you get there, you're like, this is a lot more yeah. than they had. Like, it, mm. you kind of have to just be catching those punches and just throwing them in. Like,. And we still, like, if it's more than... We do it load basis, so if it ends up being two loads, we're going to charge two loads, um, and we'll let them know that. But, like, people can really change the way it looks yeah. based off of a picture. Sure. If or it's though. on, like, 0. 0.5 or 1 or mm-hmm. 2, like, they can really yeah, make it look... Sometimes
2: they'll add stuff after the fact, and you get yeah. it, then you're like, this was not in the, you know, pictures that you sent us. Right. So that makes it difficult.
1: Yeah. That does make sense. So, okay, a couple, like, hardcore questions as we wrap up. So... Seven months in owning your first business. One, is this a business that you feel like you're cutting your teeth on to learn for something in the future? It, it always is. Mm-hmm. But intentionally? Or is this something that you could see you wanting to do for years to come and
0: scale, grow, like all that stuff? The And just be honest about yeah, it. Yeah. With it, I love this business so much. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't like the junk removal part of it mm. but I like the idea of what it can do mm-hmm. like I like how we can give back to the community right. I like how we can have mentorship opportunities with people coming in yeah but the actual junk removal you know it's not going to be fun every single day yeah <laughs> and we we are more wanting this as a I don't like saying stepping stool because it's a learning ground I mean that's what I, it is I really I really love it but and I don't want to like kind of downplay it but the it is, it's kind of in that way a stepping stool yeah. into like other business opportunities as well. Sure, um, I don't. Want, I don't
1: think that's a bad thing, David. By yeah. the way, like that's why I asked the question for people to listen. I think that I would never have become the owner and business owner I am today, which I'm still still early year seven. Um, if I didn't start my landscape company and how much I learned through that. Gave me the confidence, tools, skills, resources, and relationships. I didn't even know I was going to rattle those five off, but that's exactly what it is. To want to 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 be a better dad, to be a better husband, to be a future visionary thinker. I don't think you're like um, you're squeezing this melon to get the garden. Is what I'm trying to get. I don't feel that way. Now it is good to know because at some point, David, your passion is going to like. That, that, that meter of passion depending on how much you I'm a passion guy so like mm-hmm. it's really important for me. Then, then you might have to pivot or you know hire maybe sell a piece of it to somebody who's really passionate about it. Maybe you bring on a manager one day when you're at a million bucks and you're like, you know what this guy you know mm-hmm. there's a point where it's a breaking point but you're not even close to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so just so you know like there yeah. people people should never feel trapped is what I'm getting at. you're not there yet. I'm just saying like when that day comes, There's always a way. There's always a solution. Because if it's a good business, it's a good business. Yeah. So there's no reason to implode.
0: Yeah, and I think what you were saying, like hiring a manager in the future, like that's kind of our plan with it is more of like, you know, we we start hiring people that we know can – um, also provide those mentorship opportunities with other people coming in, yeah. the, the workers, and we have to really trust that manager to yeah. really uh, kind of dig into those lives sure. of the people that are working there. So. I love the
1: idea of you guys getting dump trailer or something though. Yeah. I mean, your your business could grow so fast.
0: Yeah.
2: So we we actually um, we have a we have a trailer that we're like trying to not rebuild, but like we just re- making it look nice. Mm-hmm that. Uh, oh, that's a cool story. You yeah. got to tell them that. Yeah. I want to hear this. Well, <laughs> I guess, yeah, it's a little bit of a different, uh, cause well, let
1: that. me, let me ask this question and then see if it plugs yeah. into it. Cause I, I want to, we only have time for about two more. Okay. I was going to ask you this, how resourceful, hopefully this is it. Have you had to be with having almost zero cash when you started
2: mm-hmm. this business? But insanely resourceful.
1: And, and, and exp- Cause a lot of people, Okay, a lot of people think you have to have a lot of money to start a business. You've got to go buy a truck, trailer, all the nicest stuff, whatever, right? Some people think that. Yeah. Then other people think you have to have zero and have crap forever, which isn't true either. You can kind of start with what you have and and grow to nice stuff. I mean- You've seen my landscape company. I started that with zip. I mean, I had $1,200 to my name when I started trifecta. Wow. 1200 bucks. And now we had when at the height when I just sold, whatever I had 10 vehicles in the fleet, all paid for, everything was paid for 20 mowers. Right. So like you can just see. It. So anyways, resourcefulness. I think people, this is like the subject. I think people fail mm-hmm. like how to like think creatively, uh, use things that don't cost a lot of money and then upgrade. Explain let me so here let me hear how you've been super resourceful. <laughs>
0: so Cuz
1: you guys were 22. You didn't have many money. Yeah,
2: we just were, got out of college. Yeah. Like <laughs> literally just like the day after, right? Like so 20 at yeah, 22, we we don't have any debt, which is nice. Like we don't you know, we we've talked about it like we don't really want to take out loans. We want to be able to have command over mm-hmm. debt, basically um, that's and I've talked about that in, a, in the past, yeah. Like,
1: it's a great way to put it have command over yeah. what you have. Ooh, I love that.
2: <laughs> like, one you, you've you talked a lot about how debt, um, affects clarity,
1: it does. And I think that, and you can't measure it, and that's the problem, right? right. So, right. like, let me say that. So, mm-hmm. I because I never get to talk about this on the podcast because no one else usually feels the same way as I do. <laughs> you know, debt can be met, like, money can be measured almost all the time, right? Like, interest rate. Uh, return on investment. Like, that's why I love numbers. It it, it can't lie. It just tells you the truth. Mm -hmm. The one area it can't is peace of mind and clarity Mm -hmm. and decision-making. So like, this is where people go, Oh, you're stupid for not having debt. Debt equals, you can, if it's 3% of debt, you can make 6% in the market. Right. Mm -hmm. Or like you can make money off your truck. It's like, yeah, but you might go quote a job from now on and be like, we got to have this job right. because I got to pay for this truck payment. Mm-hmm. And you might actually end up losing money. So, like, yes, Claire, oh man, command of your
2: money. That's good. That so, was a good way to point. I think, Yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> no no th- and thank <laughs> you to the University of South Carolina for sponsoring <laughs> <laughs> go, Cox, go, Cox, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we have, yeah, so we, we start out with the, please put that in there. Yeah, really. yeah. <laughs> oh, we cool. We, we start out with a, this trailer. Like, you know, we, we, we don't have like the big, like dump trailer and everything like that. Yeah. You us. have
1: like a redneck trailer. Yeah, yeah
2: exactly. A redneck trailer. And so sometimes, sometimes, you know, it, we have never, we have never pulled up to a job that we could not figure out with what we have. Sure. And so like <laughs> a funny example of this is with one of our commercial clients. They are. Uh, they do like home exteriors. Is, is they okay. sell home exterior stuff to contractors. They had a something that had like it was basically a probably a twenty-six foot long. Um, <laughs> uh,
1: Your trailer ain't twenty-six yeah, feet. Yeah, and it's
2: ain't twenty-six feet. So we basically like put it diagonal <laughs> we put it diagonal and up over the back of the uh, ramp so it, it forms like this huge triangle if you guys ever seen like Phineas and Ferb you know if you have any kids or whatever like it, it was like like Phineas's head basically like a huge <laughs> it was so- and we strapped the crap out of it down the amount of gen- like downforce that thing generated on the road it was like having a massive spoiler so we were going like you know hazard lights on like 59%. oh my gosh hope we make yeah. it and you know hoping then, we don't get pulled and, like <laughs> you,
1: you know, definitely would have definitely yeah. could not have done that DOT wise yeah
2: yeah, exactly. I so, I mean, we were taking we all back roads trying to get there, and it worked out. But stuff like that happens all the time where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, dude, they totally didn't tell us this is a bunch of loose stuff. And, you know, like, oh, we found some bags. You know, you'll find some mm-hmm. bags that they're trying to throw away and, you know, put stuff in there or, like, use other items to, like, block things up yeah. or maybe uh, what would be – like, there Sometimes when you get there and you're like, we can't lift this. Mm. And you have to – we have to get real creative of, like, maybe we can unscrew something or break it apart or yeah. whatever. Cause it, it there's you're, you're, you have to think so fast, like every single day, yeah. if you can't, like, like we've looked at, obviously we've studied other businesses. One of the other businesses, I'm not going to say who they are. Like one of their critiques was that they're slow. Mm. And I like, you know, I'd like it. Cause when we fin- like yesterday we finished a job. She's like, you did all that in an hour and a half. Mm. And like, yeah. Cause we're moving fast. We want right. to make sure that we're not holding them up all day. Cause right. people are there sometimes. So yeah, they,
1: they're weird. Right. Like, people want to be there because they don't know you and it's like their stuff so they're still kind of like in hold with it even though they were getting rid of it so yeah that makes sense so resourcefulness is huge um okay kind of last question it one be as vulnerable as you can has it been harder or easier in some ways than you thought and what's been almost the breaking point moment that propelled you to where you are today
2: Hmm.
1: Well, so. has it been what's been the h- harder than you thought what's been easier than you thought mm-hmm. and what's been what was a breaking point moment because mm-hmm. i have a many yeah that that you almost most men would have given up or you almost gave up but it actually propelled you because that's what happens at breaking points mm-hmm. you um <laughs> you actually go faster and you go stronger than you
0: thought can I do the breaking point and you'll do the first two? Yeah, the first two. Okay, first two.
1: What's been easier, what's been harder than you thought? Okay,
0: yeah. Um, well, I'll start with harder because that's just easier. for <laughs> uh, The hardest, I think, uh, the hardest part was whenever we, we had a whole week of just, to be honest with you, no work. Mm. No work. And it, this was before we had re- done the Google Ads, mm. before we had, like, really um, – well, we had some other solutions that kind of helped us be more consistent with getting clients, but it was a whole week of just no work. And I was like, what the heck? You know, mm-hmm. like we, before this, we were packed. I'm telling you, it was crazy. And I was like, we're making, we're making good money. But then now it's like a whole week of no work is like, we were upset to have the highest month in revenue mm-hmm. and now we're set to like just make break like break it. <laughs>
1: yeah, because so people know this is your full time jobs. Yeah, this yeah. is.
0: And it's just um like we we have bills we need to pay, we have things that we need to do, and at some point we do need consistency. Yeah. Um so at that point I was just like, how are we gonna do this? And Spencer and, and I, we have a mentor, which is huge for, for listeners. It's like having a mentor is yes. probably one of the biggest things you can do. Yes. Just Whenever you're down and like in that low moment, having a mentor you can go to and they just really lift you up with mm. good um, wisdom that can push you forward. Um, yeah. And that's what we both did. We gave him a call and he told us, he was like, this is this is something you need to take a week and really think about. Is this something you want to continue doing? Um, is this something that you are passionate about? Is God telling you to really do this? Because like for us we're both christian so that that yeah. was a big that's the biggest thing that kind of pushes us to do the work that we do yeah um and with that we, we took that week we were still working cuz we need to make money yeah. but we were thinking is this something that we can consistently doing you know like writing notes like kind of like pros and cons and um we both came to that conclusion that this is something that god has called us to do and there's going to be some moments where we, we feel like what is happening mm. <laughs> but the consistency of keeping still doing that every single week working hard knowing that this is not for ourselves Yeah, that we're gonna see something from it love it so i think that was probably the lowest um and towards the end of it it really pushed us into our best moment when it came to being very uh working really, really hard every day. Even if we didn't have a job, we would want to like go out and do uh, door-to-door yeah. or um, go to a Facebook Marketplace and just sell some of the items that we have. Or even like, there's groups where he would make a post and I would share it to all these different groups. Um, and that in itself created business for us as well. So it was really that that lowest moment Love that it. really pushed us to be like, there's ways we can do it. We See, just it have to
1: it's It's work. amazing, David, because I think... To the average entrepreneur, I think Mm -hmm. instead of doubling down, meaning the low led you to work harder, Mm -hmm. most people just kind of like, I want to say fold, but they kind of just live in that low, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. They don't give up, but they don't go, okay, this is where I'm at today. How do I get out of that? Mm -hmm. I think like anyone listening, that is the struggle is to go, okay, I just lost, like I lost a big client or man um i'm struggling financially or this isn't going how i thought it would and instead of like okay let's write out a strategy of how not to do that mm. they go oh i don't understand and they just sulk and so f- most entrepreneurs i think struggle so that's amazing that you had that um you guys had that well wherewithal to to push through um spencer kind of wrap us up with the uh the other piece there
2: yeah so i think um I would say, just personally, I think that our like marketing and branding and stuff has been the part that I thought was gonna be a little bit harder than it was. But mm-hmm. like it's been easier. And then uh, the part that's been uh, that I thought was going to be easier that was harder was is like definitely client acquisition. Mm-hmm. Because in my head, I'm you know I, I'm pretty prideful and arrogant. I was just like, dude, this is gonna be easy. We're <laughs> like we're we're both decently <laughs> likable guys. they are gonna be like magnets to these clients. And also, uh, I think remaining motivated in those like when you don't have a job yeah is is difficult because it's like it it is easy you know to slip i think it's like ah dude what the heck or or you have a whole day plan and they just back out Mm
1: -hmm.
2: um which we can talk about that you know a little later but we'll talk
1: off air about a couple things i've already written notes in my head about
2: the the down the but the, the the really the lowest point i think uh or the breaking point as you said was I so I have like some back issues, which is interesting. You know, it's genius to haul jump you know, back <laughs> issues. Yeah, um, but we you know we try and mitigate you know the physical toll of it all with some just different tools and stuff. But uh, you know I had been doing really well. It seemed like those issues were behind me, and then out of nowhere just like tweaked the back. Mm. It wasn't on a job. It was like just something like no, yeah, sure. no everyday activity, and it's like dude again. And it it, it really. Suck because that was combined with the, what he was talking about about having nothing on the schedule, yeah. and it was like, dude, yeah. is is this viable for us to continue? Because yeah, we see this this point where we can have you know teams of people out and managers and you know reselling stuff and having dumpsters and like all this stuff. We see that point, but like, how are we gonna get there if my yes. mind doesn't hold up? And so yeah. that was yeah. when pr- like prayer came in. we were like, you know, God, we need clarity. Is is this right? Um, you know, are, are, is this something we want to keep doing and, and you know, going to go into the word and trying to see like, okay, where does this hold up? Mm-hmm. And we, I've personally felt like a lot of peace after all that. Um, so we kind of, we didn't talk about it at all for the, for a week and a half, I think is how, how long. And then yeah. we came back and had this meeting and it was like, all right, this is how I'm feeling. And David's like, well, I'm feeling the same way. And so that in itself to, Confirmation, to be on the same, to be yeah. partners and be on the same page like lit a fire under us. We had a killer meeting that day. And since I feel like it's been a lot better. Cause it was like, it almost felt like we were like clawing yeah. out of the pit kind of, yes. thing, you know, and, and I, it definitely has felt like God is kind of pushing us up a little bit. Well,
1: I, I think, and I'll wrap us up with this. That's so good. I think that an entrepreneur is made from the fires that they can survive. Mm. Like, just like, you know, we talk about gold is, you know, made in the fire, right? It's like, the days that are the hardest become the step to the next like that that day hardens in a way and you step on that day and rise up and i mean i just had one two days ago you know i had and it's just like that night i got home i mean i'll just quickly i got home got horrible news about something in the business I went inside, and I was walking inside. My kids run up to me and, like, want me to hold them. (laughs) So I've got one in each arm, and then the (laughs) other one's on the ground. And I'm I'm like, I don't even know what I'm supposed to do right now, Mm -hmm. but I'm dad. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I need 15 minutes to go make emails real quick at home, which I don't like to do. And so then all night I'm just sulking, and you know what? I remembered. This is what's awesome is once you do it for a while, You get to remember the other times it felt that way. Mm. I was like, the sun rises tomorrow, and God's still good when it rises, and it'll be okay. So thankfully, by 10 o'clock that night, for about four hours, I was struggling. I remembered all the other times that he was faithful Mm -hmm. and that it didn't burn the ships, right? It just was a little bit of a flame. Mm. And actually you come out better it's so strange you know but without faith and without perspective it doesn't feel that way a lot of time mm-hmm. um so man that's awesome all right so we're going to share this on local stuff too so tell people where they can find you guys for junk removal services on instagram facebook whatever
2: yeah all right i mean it's just look up spence and dave's on instagram spence and dave's junk removal on facebook you can look our website is uh uh, if you want to call, it's 843. 843- Spenceandaves.com was available? Yeah. <laughs> Cannot believe that. 843-503-4026. You can uh, reach out to us there. Uh, awesome. We'd love to help you out.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much. Absolutely. And uh, yeah. you guys, make sure you you follow them. And thank you for watching the Down to Business podcast where we talk about business, finance, marketing, and everything in between. Thanks. Sweet.